Morrison. The At Some Point in the Day Show with Solo. What's up, what's up? Welcome back to the show. I'm Solo, and for today's episode, I have for you Harry Potter and the Disappointment of Wizards Unite. More or less going to look at the game in five parts. First will just be a little background context. Two will be the game mechanics. Three will be the numbers, specifically the revenue generated and total number of downloads. Then going to wrap things up with what happened to the game. It's not positive. And five, what the future holds. Ditto that not positive sentiment. However, before I get into things, subscribe to this channel down here. Show your boy me some love and like this video if you're like, hey, this isn't bad. Anyway, now without it doing much further, let's get it. Part one, Harry Potter Wizards Unite is an augmented reality mobile game that was created by Niantic Studios in partnership with Warner Brothers. Niantic is the company that is also behind Pokemon Go, which is in my opinion, the best mobile game of all time and statistically the biggest mobile game of all time having generated almost a billion dollars last year. Uh, and just over its lifetime is ridiculous. However, this game, Wizards Unite, was announced in November of 2017 following that summer of Pokemon Go and all of that momentum. So as a Harry Potter fan myself, and a lot of Harry Potter fans, to hear that this idea of Pokemon Go that so encaptured people was going to get a Harry Potter version was some, one of the coolest things that we'd ever heard, if only because there's not a lot of good games from the Harry Potter world if you look outside like the movie games and the Lego games. So now you have this whole gigantic Harry Potter fandom ships a very large group, let the numbers show you. Uh, and that would be a great like group to capture, it would bring in a whole lot of people who might not necessarily have been gamers. But now in November, following the announcement, they went radio silent until that summer, released a little bit of teaser stuff, and then went radio silent again until the March of the following year. Now we're in 2019, so from 2017 to 2019, you got two announcements. The hype sort of died down. Harry Potter is not where it was two, three years ago itself. It's sort of been hurt by the Fantastic Beasts and the JK Rowling whatevers. And it's then released in June, very quietly on the 20th, a day before its official announced scheduled date with no marketing. That's where we start this. So the game was promised. Uh, now we're, I guess we're going to jump into part two. So part two. Game mechanics. So the game was promised with a multi-year in-depth experiential story that basically started with two individuals, Grimm and Penelope Folly, disappearing from the Ministry of Magic and you have to help get them. So how does that work into the gameplay? So the game has a lot of similarities and differences from Pokemon Go. So for the similarities, you have the idea of fortresses where you can battle people for things. That's just like a gym. You have port keys, which are walk a certain amount of distance and you unlock things just like Pokemon Go and you battle things that pop up in random places just like Pokemon Go. Now, this is different because in Harry Potter Wizards Unite, you are able to choose one of three professions, which should automatically take you out of Hogwarts, which disappointed a lot of people because one of the big draws for a lot of people is that student oriented life. And that is honestly a great place to build a game. I'm playing Persona 5 right now, just a side note. And so you would have expected that, but they didn't. They went straight to profession. So you can either be a magizoologist, a professor, or an R. And those each give you a specific sort of skills and abilities that you can use in fortresses when you battle against dark magic people, right? So there's a little bit of uniqueness. 
that was like, oh, hey, this is this allows a progression of sorts and will be more uh, in-depth and oriented than something like Pokemon Go, which at the time didn't have an in-depth battling system as it does now. So it was really interesting. But then all of a sudden, you know, these basic pieces started being sort of pushed. So now you have the layout of the game. You're able to interact with these confoundables that pop up by tracing a spell on the screen. And that gives you a sticker and that sticker goes in your photo album. And that is the basic premise of the game outside of the storyline, which hasn't continued past the first iteration a year ago. Now we're going to jump into the numbers before I circle around to these game mechanics again and what happened. So in terms of numbers, we have in its first month of release, the game was able to download, was downloaded 15 million times and generated $12 million in revenue, right? Not terrible. It was in the top 10 of the iOS store and the Android store. So then now I'm going to take us to about January. That's the most updated statistics I could find on this, but you can use that as a, a, a good enough barometer of what I'm talking about. Since its first month, when it had 50 million downloads, it now has a cumulative of 17.6 million downloads. That means it's been downloaded 2 million times in about seven months. In that time as well, it's generated only 10 million, bringing its total generated revenue to $22 million. So a game that probably cost a couple hundred million in its full development has thus far been able to generate short of 30 million. I, what is there to say about those numbers? Um, that's where what happened comes in. So what the fuck happened that that is the numbers from Niantic, who runs Pokemon Go, which is, like I said, just arguably the behemoth of, of mobile games alongside like Candy Crush, right? That's the only one that survived. Angry Birds ended up dying out. So there was four reasons that the game ended up really dying quickly. First was the over monetization. So you have a limited amount of things you could do in the day based on the energy experience points you have. And if you ran out, the only way to get them was to go to uh, like those things that you saw, like Pokestops, and even then you couldn't guarantee it because a lot of people were suburban oriented players. And so the energy was limited and the only way to get more was to buy it. And it wouldn't even regenerate. The next day you could get 10 a day. Each of the things that you have to battle take five, six, so you get two captures then before you would have to pay. So it was heavily, heavily over monetized right from the get go to deter a whole lot of people. Secondly, it was limited because if you think about it, what can you really do in that sort of world where it didn't have a good social element ingrained into it where there was the school action? There was literally nothing to do other than to just battle these people and it didn't work because it was pointless. Harry Potter, Withers Night, if I battle these characters from the story, yes, it's very novel to see, you know, this, this, uh, you know, the mirror of Aristad or something, but what is a functional usage and point of like repeating that playing process of just swiping it down every time and trying to collect it beyond a sticker book? Pokemon is a collection of Pokemon. Like the Pokemon has always been more interactive and Nintendo doubled down by bringing Pokemon Go Let's Eevee, allowing you to go back and forth and now they have Pokemon Home. So they've brought in a larger world, whereas Wizards Unite, like you're collecting stickers and then they have events and then these events are just extra spawns and more stickers and it's just like the game never gave you a reason to reinvest yourself over time there's still people playing so i you know i don't mean that as an insult to the people playing but i just don't 
personally get what the point is at this like pokemon has the inherent concept of collect these things like bug collecting that's where it was founded on from the creator but harry potter it's elements like when you go to the harry potter world and you could like wave a wand at something and you can interact with it it's different because you're surrounded by the aesthetic thematic world and the actual sets right versus i'm sitting on my phone and i'm playing and i see a troll and i swipe them and then i got a sticker and it's like all right the end now your energy run out do you want to pay three dollars to renew it and it's like what's the point of this game there is none and that ended up hurting it because they never if the story was the point they should involve the story if the if the idea that you could be these different characters and battle in fortresses was a con like it's the same thing fortnite's having a little bit issue with which is you have to commit to a degree as to what you want your predominant line to be they didn't do that and that ended up affecting them very negatively and you could tell by that drop off rate that i mentioned in the numbers so you know that's pretty much what I, those are four elements that tie together basically answer the question uh the future of this game not very bright not very bright at all i can't imagine i think it's just very hard for games to recapture momentum after they are initially launched unless they cut themselves out of the app store and relaunch as something new no man's sky sea of thieves like a lot of these games try to pivot in and yeah you can capture a slightly larger market over time but you're never going to get what you could have if you had launched it right on the initial batch and even with the recent updates which they are so pissed poor at communicating they literally changed around the entire game and if you go to the subreddit you'll see every single question being what the fuck is going on in this game no one told us so top of bad you know communication they're not really managing that too well so anyway that was just some quick thoughts on what happened to harry potter wizards unite uh went a little longer than expected but there was a lot of information to get to as always i uh, hope you guys are enjoying this feel free to leave any questions comments bitter recriminations below i will be streaming later tonight 9 30 my quest to elite met some friction yesterday but we're gonna overcome we shall overcome anyway at people like games is the handles uh like i said i'm gonna do an episode explaining all that shit plg.gg for men's and women's uh shop and apparel i am solo dot solo underscore is the handle the twitch is plg live right now but i might change that over uh i mean i might make an announcement on that but for now it's plg live and lastly thank you for listening hope you enjoyed staying safe same social distancing yada yada you know how it goes and you know i get out of here peace